Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay, so now we've had a few years to get over it. So in the thing, in the process, it, and we'll work our way through it. Where are you at with Swiss Army Man now? Um, A.K.A. The farting Daniel Radcliffe oh, I'm, movie. Yes, I'm aware of what it is. Um, I'm probably still at the same spot that I ended that that journey on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The reason you're asking is because the same directors, right? Same directors. Okay. <laughs> and who would have thought back then they would have made this movie next? I mean, not that great, I, I think. I probably would have been, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that fits. <laughs> Hello there, welcome to I Only Like You and Movies. My name's Lonnie and her name is Sinead. That's right, I remember now. <laughs> every guys? week, every week, guys. going to try and make it a bit fun for, for me. For you specifically. I was going to say for the audience, but it's for me. <laughs> uh, the movie we've seen this week, Sinead, mm-hmm. has a very memorable title, which I think everyone's getting wrong all the time because it's fun to just make up variations, isn't it? What are you even calling it? Um, everything, etc. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> a good one. Everything, just in capitals and a little etc. Etc. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I think is the real title, but it could be any of the variations you can think of in your mind. It is by Daniels, which is a filmmaking duo. They both got Daniel in the name. Have you got their real names there, today? Dan Quan and Daniel Shinet. I like how they gone with Daniels though. That's pretty fun, isn't it? I. It, it annoys me because shouldn't it be the Daniels? Mm. By Daniels sounds weird. By the Daniels, but I guess they they've become an entity. They they so are one. I guess it's a group. Yeah. What would happen if they won the, won the best picture Oscar, like the best director Oscar? And the Oscar goes to Daniels. Daniels. <laughs> well, it might happen one day. Will it happen for this movie, Sinead? I think I I, I caught the hype train. And I got off at a station that wasn't where everyone else got off. Okay. All right. Before we get there, what's the movie about? See, I went in knowing nothing at all apart from that it's a bit of a crazy movie. Same. I didn't know anything either. I just heard everyone hmm. talking it up. So well, I think if you're going into it now, you probably have some idea so we can spoil it. And also, we get our podcast. So. <laughs> so the movie is about Michelle Liao incredible Michelle Yao, mm-hmm. who works in a dry cleaners. She owns a dry cleaners and business isn't going great. They're getting audited by the tax people. By Sick Jan, yes. Yeah. Um, Do you get that reference? No. We'll move on. Okay. <laughs> um, and essentially her husband appears, but it's not quite her husband and he tells her that there is, well, there are parallel universes where there are many different versions of you doing lots of different things. And then in his reality, the person who is their daughter is actually really evil and she's going to like take over the universe or something. 
And so Michelle Yao's job is to try and stop that from happening. Yeah, and now they've gone through all the bloody calculations. It's like you're the last chance we've got and you've got 10 Mm. minutes to do it, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, Multiverse stuff is back and better than ever. I love a multiverse. I'm here for a multiverse. Mm. does leave me with a lot of questions. Okay, what sort of questions you got? We'll get into it in a second. Mainly the story. Okay. Mainly just all of it. <laughs> so. Everything? Joy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So Joy is their daughter, right? Yeah. But Joy is also Jobu Tupaki? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they the same person? Look, it's been a while since I saw the movie, but, but I think it was the idea is that wasn't she taking over other versions of herself? Right. But then and she, she like so- had a big conversation with her when she was back in her world and it was Jobu Jupaki, but then it was it was Joy. So did Joy know that that's what was happening all this whole time? Uh, my, my impression was, and again, I'll have to watch the film again and try and get all these details down pat, but I think it was there was like a prime version of her was mm-hmm. going around and taking over all the other ones, but she hadn't got to their universe yet. So there right. are times where she was talking to her real daughter, other times when she was talking to the evil, all-powering, right. all-powerful one. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, the bagel? What's wrong with the bagel? Everything bagel. Is it supposed to be a representative of depression or something? That was the idea, I suppose. Okay. A little bit ham-fisted way? Yeah. Bit weird. This whole movie is weird, though, so I need to lean into that more. Um, I don't know. For me, it was about a 50-50 split in terms of how the jokes landed. Yeah, they were throwing so many jokes up there, and they didn't all land for me either. I did love Radakuni. Yeah, they, they kept coming back to that. Like That was kind of... It was funny, then it was like, oh, not so funny, and then it got funny again for me. True. <laughs> <laughs> Because they leaned into it a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm a bit sick of multiverse stuff, to be honest. Well, There's you can say so much of it. Has there? Yes. Spider-Man is the only one I can think of. Well, there's Doctor Strange coming, which we know about. Loki was all multiverse stuff. True. There's, it's a very common on Rick and Morty, which I know you don't watch, but it's kind of very much apparent in that show. Lots of DC stuff over the years has had this, like Flashpoint Paradox and... Actually, the Flashpoint, the Flash movie coming out later this year, if they can release it, if certain actors mm. of that stop terrorizing Hawaii, um, that's also going to be multiverse stuff. Also, there are elements of um, Justice League was like this. You know, there's like that the dream sequence, and there's also the end sequence of the mm. Justice League Snyder cut. Maybe you've been exposed to more of them than I have. Maybe you're getting fatigued. I'm getting a bit fatigued, and I think it's just sort of been done a bit, I suppose. Like, mm. I guess this is a fresh take on it, though, which is which is kind of cool. I liked how they jump between universes by doing unlikely things. That was I liked that cool. too. I I was on board with the science of that. I'm like, yep, mm-hmm. done, get it. Mm. <laughs> so the idea is you do something totally unlikely and out of character for you to do in order to unlock the jump, right? And then mm. you can go That's through cool. the portal thing to. Become and, the other person. And like in, in lots of um, comic book universes, it's just sort of 
hey, let's, let's see an evil Batman or let's see mm. all, the, all the good guys are bad and all the bad guys are good sort of thing. And so it's maybe not that interesting sometimes. Sometimes it is, but obviously they, they grind it into the ground a bit. Um, but, but then, and this one was interesting, this film, because it was kind of using the multiverse to explore family, which I guess is interesting, but also kind of by seeing your family members, especially your partner, in ways that you hadn't before, like in a different version of them, mm. you can come to appreciate the person they are in your reality mm-hmm. and perhaps see more of the person they are in, their, in your own reality. Mm. But I thought that was quite interesting, especially, you know, with the, the parents going through a divorce or about to go through a divorce. That was, that was a fresh take on that, I thought, which I liked. Yeah, I liked it too. Can we talk about the husband? Please. Short round. Oh, my God, what? Oh, my Short God, really? Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. my God, no way. Yeah, he, I had no idea. He grew up. <laughs> he did grow up. So. <laughs> And it's a really interesting story because he was obviously short round in Indiana Jones' Temple of Doom in the 80s and also the, in the Goonies. And then he had, isn't a few other things over the years. And then he quit acting. Um, he couldn't get any more opportunities. And then he went to go do some uni and do stunt coordinating or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's a little behind the camera. And then he saw Crazy Rich Asians and he's like, maybe there is room for an actor like me again. And this is the first film he's been in since then. And he's actually amazing. Sorry, I wouldn't this be surprised. is the first film he's been in since then? Since 2002. He has no business being this good. Right? Where did that he, come from? And he starts off the film and you're like, oh, okay, another sad sack sort of dad character. And then he sort of, sort of takes it by the scruff of the neck, the film, and then he takes it over, doesn't he? He was incredible. Right? Oh, my God, I can't believe that. That is insane. I think a lot of these actors might be going on to at least Golden Globe sort of success next year for the Oscars season. Maybe Oscars noms, though, potentially. Potentially. The only thing that's preventing me from agreeing with you Mm. is that because the Oscars were held so late this year and this film has sort of just come out in Australia, will people have forgotten it by the time the next Oscars roll around? Not forgotten it, but like just not have it front of mind. Yeah, potentially. I think, I know what you mean, because often they release the films in like end of the year, so it's ready for January Oscars sort of thing, or February Oscars, mm-hmm. and they sort of time the run, if you will. I feel like this movie, though, will have a bit of a cult following, and it's been quite popular mm-hmm. already, and I think the Oscars are more and more trying to tap into popular films. So if it does have some staying power over the year, I think they'll want to want to tap into that. So, mm. yeah. What was your favourite universe that we explored because i have a clear favorite well the one that sticks in the mind wouldn't say favorite okay (laughs) the the hot dog hands we sort of have to talk about the hot dog hands don't we disturbing more than anything really disturbing and sometimes like i think this film is so hectic that they're just throwing everything at you and seeing what sticks and it gets a little bit silly in places. And for yeah. me, that was just a little bit silly. Um, it was just so bizarre <laughs> <laughs> to see Michelle Yao and Jamie Lee Curtis in a loving relationship, but with these hot dog hands. Um, it, it had a bit of Team America vibe to it, mm, especially yeah. when they were sort of starting to engage in more 
mature things. Because um, they cut around it really... Do you remember? There were, like, lots of flashes and her finger was in her mouth and they were having, like, seductive looks at each other and it's like, what is happening here? Very true. I mean... So what was your favourite? Was that what, your favourite? No. Oh, okay. My favourite by far was the one where she was an actor. Oh, yeah, yeah. About 80% because of the dress that she was wearing, which is the most beautiful dress I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Um, <laughs> but also... I loved that relationship between them where they didn't end up together in that universe and it's raining and it's on the, in the alleyway and it's just so beautifully shot and it's so heartbreaking because he says that line, I would have really liked doing laundry and taxes with you. And I was gone. I was a mess. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? Because in her prime universe, she's like hates him because Mm -hmm. he's given her that life. And it's kind of like grass, grass is always greener or you always kind of want what you don't have sort of thing. But that that was a good reminder of like maybe the little things are maybe having a normal life is, yeah. is not so bad, especially if it's for someone you love, you can do anything pretty much, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great. That was almost, here's the thing. Was that better because it was all around silliness or would you have preferred... A movie that was more like that, more sincere and earnest. I would have preferred that, but that's me and my preference of film. Yeah. But I don't think this film would ever have been that. Um, well, this is the kind of thing we kind of spoke a bit about off, off pod, Sine, which occasionally we do talk mm-hmm. outside of podcast world. Not very often, though. We, we mostly save all our interaction for this podcast. Yeah, and when we talk off pod, we talk about the pod, so it's, it's kind of still on It's fine, on guys. Brand. It's yeah. kosher, yeah. This movie possibly strays into last night in soho territory wherein ah. wherein the more mundane setup universe that they create is more interesting than the craziness that follows i'd agree with that yeah isn't that interesting it's a good point so it's almost like these, these two and eager right are known for their wild and wacky and pushing the boundaries of for film you know that's their sort of what they do right Mm-hmm. But maybe they're better off, or maybe we we respond as well, maybe more because we're nerds and boring. To, to, I am at least. Sorry, don't want to speak for you. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> but we respond to more than the more traditional, mundane stuff in their films. Like if they last time in Soho, I would have watched the story about her just trying to make it in fashion school. Mm. And this one, it might have been interesting to try and see the family dynamic play out against the backdrop of being ordered by the IRS. It still could have been fun and stuff, but maybe maybe I would have been fine with it without all the multiverse stuff. Interesting. But that interesting, all maybe defeats the purpose of the movie. So Maybe. Um, Did you notice that in that universe, by the way, sorry to jump back, the one that I liked, they had a compilation of her on the red carpet as like the flash of her being famous, and it was just Michelle Yao on the red carpet, and in one of the clips you can see a banner for Crazy Rich Agents. Yeah, that was fun. But that's... Well, what? She's she's not playing the character. She's on a red carpet. Yeah, but in her universe, on that universe, it's it's what she would be doing, right? So reenact it. Don't steal <laughs> real life clips of not the character of her being herself for a film that exists in our universe, not the fictional made up one that you're presenting to me. But what if our universe is one of the variations <sighs> of her life? It's not okay. I've got a question for you. Yeah. 
Jenny Slate is an amazing actor. She is. Yet all I'm seeing of her recently is little, little tiny cameos. Mm-hmm. Not good enough, Hollywood. In this one, she's barely in it, but knocks you out of the park. And then the last time I saw her was in uh, On the Rocks, Sophia Coppola movie. Again, she's in like three scenes. Who was she in that movie? No, she was the mother of someone else at the school that... Oh, that's right. Yeah, and she's yeah. a bit annoying and stuff. Kind mm. of playing the same character. <laughs> Possibly another multiverse thing going on there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hmm. I mentioned Sick Jam before. Yeah. Now, you probably remember when I tell you, but you know, Chris Fleming is an online comedian. No. He got a song about Sick Jan, about doing the IRS, and then the the tax agent is like, we can make you have a home office, but, you know, just keep in mind, we'll both go to jail if everyone finds out about this. No, I think I must have missed that because none of that sounds I, familiar. I've definitely sent this to you. Our friend Erica knows all about this because we talk about it all the time. Okay, well, I'm sorry to let the team down. <sighs> anyway, it seems like <laughs> someone doesn't actually follow the group chat, do they? Anyway. <laughs> Sick Jan is a character he created and is based off a real person. And Sick Jan is very similar to Jamie Lee Curtis's IRS agent in this film, obviously. Really? Yeah, not a tax agent, but working for IRS rather than for H&R Block or whatever. But an old woman who's very serious about her job, um, working in tax, wearing the same sort of clothes, actually, as him, as he, he plays Sick Jan in his video clip. Oh, really? Even to costuming? Yeah. There's actually an article which I'll find for you that we can put in the show notes mm-hmm. where they've asked Chris Fleming about this, <laughs> try to get to the bottom of it. He said that maybe, like, someone else encountered Sick Jan. By the way, she's named Sick Jan because she's always sick. <laughs> and she'd always, when she had, he saw her for, like, you know, over three or four years and every time she'd be sick and coughing and spluttering. And right, okay. And she was really crazy, but he loved her because she was so wild sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the so- addendum of the wrist guard. And then in the hot yes. dog world, did you notice it was around her ankle? Yes. I love that. thought that was good. But it's possible someone else on the film, even the directors yeah. and writers, saw her because I think it was in the Hollywood sort of area or California area. Or possibly they've, they've just you know, cribbed it from Sick Jan. It's pretty I cool. Yeah, and I love Jamie Lee Curtis. She's, she's another one I thought I think sort of had a break for a while but came back in. Did those Halloween sequels, and then she's also was well, in Knives, Knives Out. Out. Yeah, which was amazing. That, like that reinvigorated her career. I think she said mm. she's like, "Oh my god, I want to make films again because this one was so much fun." Yeah, it's a great and, movie. Yeah. And now she's like, "Yeah, I'm going to make great movies." Not that she was ever you know, that many bad movies, I don't think, but 
Good to see you again. Now, Lonnie, hmm? I have to broach something on the podcast that I'm not entirely comfortable with, but I feel like it needs to be discussed. Okay. Butt plugs. <laughs> okay. Good <So>, or worse. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole idea is you have to do crazy things to unlock your other hidden self or something or the pathway to your hidden self in another universe. And Sick Jan had these awards for how well she was working and they were shaped like butt plugs, quite obviously, like from the get-go, right? <laughs> yes. It's there. It was outrageous humour when you leap and then you land on the butt plug because that's, you know, unconventional enough to open this portal. Yeah. My my question actually, I can't believe I'm having this conversation, is about censorship and butt plugs. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you noticed, but when the guy did that move and got the butt plug in his butt, it was pixelated. Mm. Why? I think just because it's funnier that way, right? Is it? I think so. Okay. I think so, because previously you could see it and it wasn't rude, but then they're pixelating it because it's in his butt now. That's the idea I got. Oh, okay. It's just funny. That is, yeah, that's a funnier reading. My reading was, oh, you don't want to pay extra for your rating of your film and you want it to have more universal acclaim rather than being our rating. So oh, that That is probably definitely part of it as well, because then they can, they don't have to go a higher rating. You can, more people can see it. But, but then why have the butt plugs? I think it's a fun way of getting around it. Okay. I think it was fine. Okay. Uh, did you notice how a lot of the film is, is set around one location pretty much? Well, is this a COVID not, not baby? I think so. From what I, the feelings I get from it, they're pretty much in the one office and then pretty much in the one laundry. Yeah, that's they? true. Not much outside. So On sets for a, when a she like, set. yeah, was with mm. the um, bagel and stuff. That was all green yeah, screen. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm, interesting. What do you think of the grandpa? I thought he was fun. I loved him. Mm. I This is what I enjoyed is the different characterization that we saw from these actors and I can just imagine that would have mm. been so fun to do to play different versions of the same character. Um, and grandpa who like took control and, you know, mm. knew that he had to kill his granddaughter, mm. very intense, um, was such a departure from how he played him in the beginning of the film. And I, I just love that. The same the same with the husband. Like everyone did a really great job of like, you could tell mm. they were enjoying the process, I think. Absolutely. That's something that I remember you saying about Loki. You assumed Loki was going to be about different variations of Loki. Yes. We didn't really get that so much in that show. So it's kind of cool we got it here. Absolutely. Do you have a raccoon teaching you what to do at every moment? Under your hat. That's that's how I've been actually doing this podcast this whole time. Oh, really? It's the raccoon me. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think overall? Did it all work for you in the end or did you not quite, think, you know, get on board with it? Well, I think my, my experience is a little bit, it's kind of the same as yours, but a little bit different because I saw a preview screening of it and mm. it's kind of like so much being thrown at the screen and I had no idea about it going in. Yeah. So every every development was new. So that was kind of it's cool, but it's I didn't have time to prepare myself and to really analyze it. You know, I was like, wow, this is going 
going very many multiversal directions I didn't expect. Mm. So I think I need to see it again to really say. But I did enjoy it. I liked the family stuff and the mum and daughter stuff. And I liked some of the craziness, but I thought it got a little bit repetitive. It's like, oh, okay, another crazy fight sequence. That was just kind of very similar to the one we just had before. Yeah. Um, but the performances really from the from Michelle Yao and Short Rand, I should say his name, Kaehyung Kwan, yeah, um, and Jenny Slate. Amazing. Amazing yeah. stuff. I think for me... I reckon she'll get an Oscar nom, so... Yeah, I think she will too. Mm. He should, but I don't think he will. Um, I think for me, you know, I've been reading a lot of reviews and I saw a lot of the hype on Twitter and everything and um, Michelle Law was tweeting about how amazing this film was and how it tapped into a sort of singular experience of Asian being an Asian immigrant or the daughter of Asian immigrants and intergenerational trauma and all, all of that. And I think for me, it the film is really dissonant like I'm looking at the poster now where there's just so much going on and that is sort of the end impression I had of the film mm. where some things were so stupid, like the hot dog fingers or the butt plugs. Some things were really like sweet and heartfelt, like the the line about wanting to do laundry and taxes with you. Mm. And then they were trying to balance this really heavy like trauma and constantly being pushed to be the best version of yourself by your parents and not having a good relationship with your parents. Um, And there's a lot of, you know, Joy's gay and there's a lot of not accepting of that, like within the family unit. And for Mm. me, all those little bits just didn't quite fit together for me. I'm imagining like a dough, like a bread dough that doesn't have quite enough hydration to it and it's crumbling and there's like this little bit ball over here and this little ball over here and you're trying to shove it together into this smooth ball, but it just doesn't quite go. Is it a bit like an everything bagel with too much on it? <laughs> maybe it is. Listen, maybe they, you know, picked their own film. I still enjoyed it though. I, I, It sounds like I didn't enjoy it. I did really enjoy it. I, lo- I love going into something not knowing anything and I was totally just letting it take me away, but... I think you're right. I think if it just focused on one of the moments a bit more closely, Mm. I could have got more meaning out of it. Like, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to take from this. I know what you mean. It's, it's almost the gift and the curse or it's the, it's the main draw card, but also something maybe holds a film back by, by throwing so much on the screen all the time, Mm. everything, if you will, (laughs) versus just focusing it on a couple of things. So like if they didn't do, if they only focus on a few things, we might have, we might have been here saying, "I wish they'd done more." Yeah, they've done way more here. Like, well, maybe they've gone too much. It's a really hard balance, and I think with these these directors, it's probably like on balance. You'd rather they do more and have a wild swing, and then see how they go, rather than try and inhibit themselves. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's. I think it kind of detracts a little bit for me. So I'm with you there. Spider-Man was another one, multiverse stuff, into the Spider-Verse, I mean, not just mm, No Way Home. That's true. Mm. I just wanted to say, I was just reading here that Jackie Chan was apparently in consideration for the main role before they rewrote it for Michelle Yeoh, basically. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> Which is kind of cool. I mean, that, that's, I say right for Jackie Chan, I guess, you know, maybe dream casting sort of thing, but that's mm. kind of cool. 
and they got Michelle Yowler, which is pretty awesome. Star rating time, Sine. Oh, this is a hard it's a, one. It's difficult to rate because there is, when it works well, it's amazing. Mm. And when it doesn't work as well, it's still pretty good. So, But then, as you say, maybe less than some of its parts sort of thing. I think I might go for three and a half. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go the same, I reckon. And that could go up or down, I think, on a rewatch. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, like, even scene to scene, <laughs> it mm, would jump or reduce, yeah. I feel like online, at least in my little bubble, mm-hmm. it's been getting lots of praise, which is very justified for the most part. But I think some people are just like, oh, my God, it's not a Marvel film. Let's, let's go insane with our praise, but like Ambulance. Mm. And it's like, mm, I don't know if it's that much better than a Marvel film. That said, it is great to see things that aren't just from, you know, Disney. So See, I don't okay. really understand this argument from those people. You mm. can, There are so many movies out that aren't that. You could watch at any given moment. Like, mm. go look at another country's filmography. It is funny because... Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> they talk about how we're, everything's always Marvel all the time. Over the last 10 years, there's been like, what, 26 or so Marvel films? Mm-hmm. Which is a lot, right? In a, in a shared universe, that's more than we probably ever had before in but like, sequels like and whatever. two or three a year. There yeah. Are, there Compared are other movies. <laughs> movies have been going on for like 100 years, so it's only 20-odd. Yeah. I think it'll be okay, everyone. <laughs> it's a fair point. They do get lots of cultural and Yes, I agree. I agree. And, and it's kind of people looking at the future. It's like if these are the only films that make money, maybe that's the only films they'll make. But, but it's not like you go into a cinema and all they're showing are Marvel films and they force you to buy a ticket and sit down and watch one. I guess so. Yeah, I'm with you. They're silly. And also, mainly they're good Marvel films, let's, let's be honest. Well, like, yeah, They've got their true. bad parts, but for the most part, they're pretty awesome. And I, But also, I guess the other side of it is that Disney owns like Star Wars and all the Pixar and all the Disney animated films as well, so maybe it's like a bit bit much Fair enough. And, they're, and they're making all those remakes of the animated as well so but also they make money so we go we go see them so yeah who are we to really complain i said so who are we oh i don't know who we are <laughs> but who, who could we be we could be different versions of ourselves in different universes if you well, could tap into any version of yourself hmm. like she taps into the the actress because she needs to know kung fu hmm. What would you tap into and what would the skill be? So I find this really difficult multiverse stuff because often they, they have like dramatic changes. Mm-hmm. But also if you really think about the multiverse thing, it's like every decision you make sort of spreads out and out. So it could be as simple as one day I scratched my nose here and then one day I turned left rather than turning right down the road, that sort of thing, right? So it's really hard to think about. But I'm guessing in this world there were like, they had branching out things that weren't like so minimal changes. But just I mean, I think about multiverse stuff as like, how do you find the right multiverse? You know, too much going on. It was just a fun question, Lonnie, about a skill that you wished you had. You t- um, I'm took pretty it to happy heart. I am. Okay. Never change. <laughs> um, I think maybe someone who doesn't get sunburnt so easily from the sun. Okay, you'd rather. I be think going. that'd be a good skill to have. Would you like to be tanned? Would you? necessarily i just don't want to turn into a tomato after five minutes in the sun mm. no fair enough i think that would be helpful yeah okay and what, what do you have to do to get that what, what sort of well, see, that's outrageous the thing. thing i don't know do you have any awards near you that could be used as butt plugs i don't okay thank god 
Typing it with Laria. Oh my god. Okay. Oh, On god. that note, then we should wrap up. <laughs> um, I would recommend saying this if you're on the fence. It's a bit of fun. Make you think as well. Mm. Um, so now, are we on any social media platforms? We're on Twitter. That is good. To know. I'm on Twitter more accurately. Well, Except when Lonnie hacks it and then makes a tweet that sounds like it's from me, but it's not from me. <laughs> you should keep an eye out for that. Recently, Sine has been doing little quotes of our show, like little previews, and I always forget what I've said on there. So it's good. It's a good reminder for me. Like, oh, that's that sounds clever. I love how you message me and you're like, what was this about? What did I say this about? <laughs> What was the orphanage one? I don't know. I have no memory. The orphanage? Hmm. The Batman. Oh. Okay. Cool. <laughs> the freaky architect. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Batman. That's cool. It's coming to streaming soon, isn't it? It is now, actually. So you can, we can listen to that podcast. As we just said, Marvel, DC movies. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Batman's different. Let's face it. All right. Thanks for listening. Catch us on Twitter. You can go back through our back catalogue as well. We've got lots and lots of movies. I think we did Swiss Army Man. No, we didn't. I don't know. I think we did, and I spoke about how much I hated it. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. (laughs) All right. Until next time, we'll see you then. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.